Radio Primavera Sound, powered by SEAT. Hello and welcome to The Weekly Review, the show where two grown men and a young fountain of digital know-how try to make sense of the modern world by searching our dusty brains for some desperate knowledge of what the hell has happened over the past week in the digital domain. Johan, it has been confirmed, will be back with us in May, uh, but Marvi is here and radiant with knowledge. Hello, Mar, how are you doing? Hello, excited for today's show. And uh, behind the boards, we have another V. It's Andre V, uh, more or less studio producer, more demon headmaster. And talking of demons, let's have a little bit of diabolic music. That was Nasty Cherry with the, well, the vaguely diabolic 666. Um, I thought sort of Satan didn't get people worried these days, but Little Nas X showed us the other way, didn't he? I love him. He's so funny and, and talented, which is very important as well. Uh, has he made you want to worship Satan? Yes, <laughs> of course. And now I'm all the, the, the Americans worried that the teenagers will be diabolic now are correct. I am super diabolic now. But you are in black. Yes, exactly. It's, oh, it's wow. to, an homage to him. Would you pay seven hundred dollars? Is, it, or is, is it, it that much? I think it might be even more actually for some shoes with blood in them. With a drop of blood. Yeah, he <laughs> says a drop. He says a drop. I reckon. And and he's getting sued by Nike for it because yeah. the, the, it's not Nike the ones that are putting out the shoes, but N- are Nike shoes. Yeah, that seems, seems a bit harsh to me, but you know, fair enough. Yeah. W- w- would you pay 700 euros? Um, I, if I had them, maybe, <laughs> I would consider it just so far-fetched that I have this money to spend on shoes, I, I cannot consider it. Well, when is it your birthday? Um, May, actually. Ah, just May, May. Next month. Next month, that's just, yes. just putting that out, you know. Yes, yes um, so you know. Would you, uh, let's be honest, would you throw money or <laughs> satanic shoes? No, I would expect you to give it to me. Explain me. Give them to me for my birthday now that you're asking. My God, that was going out, that was going out to, to other people. Oh, all right. Uh, let, moving swiftly on. So we're going to be talking about Nasty Cherry um, and their new EP in a little while. It's our album uh, EP of the week. We're going to be running a sort of critical eye, a slightly... Uh, surprised eye uh, over the news that Bad Baby has made a million dollars on OnlyFans in just six hours Um, and if there's time we're hoping there is we're gonna wonder has Olivia Rodrigo has she done it again? Well has she done it again? Let's let's make people wait till till the end but I guess everyone can guess what has she done and how has she done it because she's amazing and will always be So Nasty Cherry they are Gabriette Bechtel uh, Chloe Chides, Debbie Knox Hewson, and Georgia Somery on on bass. And I thought like everyone knew Nasty Cherry. Um, apparently not me. And now I feel like we have we are exchanging characters. So you are the one who is on on the the trend of new things happening and and new bands and and I did I had no clue. And the day you told me about them. Um, I had just listened to them, well, not to them, but someone mentioned it on a podcast and I was like, who are they? And I 
look them up on Instagram and, and they're so cool and they're like feel I feel like they're targeted to an audience like me and I'm I was so surprised that you hadn't heard about them until now in 2021 that's been almost three years that they have been out and together as a band it's, it's crazy that uh, I just didn't know them. See, in my in my bubble, this is what happens, isn't it? I watched... Uh, the, they, they are famous from a Netflix series, 2019 series called I'm With The Band. Um, and it revolved around Charlie XCX and her friend uh, Emmy, who is uh, the, the band's manager, putting together a band to rule the pop universe, theoretically, anyway. Um, and I watched it, and I, I watched it really quickly, and I really, <laughs> really loved it. And I thought, well, everyone must be talking about this. They must be really, really big. And they're just not. <laughs> they're, uh, or maybe they are, and I'm the one living under a rock, but I hadn't heard of the documentary until you said it. And, and now I'm watching it and, and I'm really into it as well. And I'm, I'm only on the third episode, but I'm, I'm onto it and I'm, I will watch it all, all of it. And, and I, I just didn't know them. And, and Charlie XCX is, is the one that came up with this crazy idea, which makes it even weirder that I didn't know anything about it and I'm, I'm super into it I'm a hundred percent in with nasty, nasty cherry so what do you make of the series the thing I'm super addicted but I have one thing that I'm kind of iffy about it that it's I feel like the episodes are a little too long like sometimes they stretch it out too much and by the end of it I don't want to watch the next one like Mm, all together I, I feel like I can wait until tomorrow and I there's many shows that I feel like I cannot wait until tomorrow and with this one since the the episodes are so long but um, being said being that said uh, I love it it's super addicting and, and I love the idea of seeing how these people that didn't know each other they were completely strangers are like puppeted by by Charlie XCX and are thrown into LA like oh make a band go with it and and it, it's such a good idea to make a show about that see this is what I think is absolutely brilliant TV you know you you got these people I mean I love I love kind of these kind of TV shows about like mm. pop acts and behind the scenes and that because that, that's sort of in my interest um, but you know getting like four people who don't know each other who've got quite contrasting personalities yes. putting them in a yes. house in LA and saying like right basically you've got to form this band um, is brilliant and what do you know what I love about it particularly what? Um, you've got someone uh, you've got uh, Chloe who is a really good singer and guitarist and has had yes. success in her own band as a singer <laughs> making yes. someone else who's never been a singer before the singer it's like it's Yes, and, and the drama between having another band and the other one being, mm, are you into the new band as well? Or are you just uh, like a side hustle with this this new band that we have? Because we are all in. There's a lot, like not lots of them, but two of them um, left London, their families, their, her, their work and everything to go in with this band. And they feel like they all have to be this committed and... and uh, Chloe, you said. I don't remember their names. I feel bad. Chloe, she was in Kitten. Yeah. Yeah. Um. They they are wondering if she's as committed as they are, but I, I love them because Charlie was amazing at casting these girls because they all look so 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 cool. Like they have this um style. Like especially Gabby or the singer who is wasn't a singer until Charlie decided she was going to be one and and they they kind of 
intimidate me, but in a good way. I like when people are so cool, I, I feel like they would bully me in high school. So they're, they're exactly that. They, you know, they will would have bullied you. Do you think? No, I think they come across quite nicely. I mean, they're cool, but like, I don't think they'd have bullied you. Yes, yes, they would. The ones that you think, oh, they're nice, they're the ones that um, wouldn't have been. Well, yes, yes. Not because they're bad people, but they're too cool to be nice to me. Oh, now, come on. <laughs> come on. Uh, I, the bits I really love in this, and I don't, I'm not going to give in too many spoilers having seen them all, is when Charlie mm. comes in and puts her foot down. And she's like, no, you are doing this. And everyone's like, okay, Charlie says it. Okay, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. I, I love how she decided that, I don't know how... Because the first episode feels like it's the third or or the fourth because they don't really explain anything. They're like, oh yes, Charlie decided she wanted to make a band and now she has all these girls in this house and you're like, oh my God, what is happening? Okay, I'm on board with it, but I, I don't have much of an explanation of why <laughs> one day Charlie XCX woke up and decided, oh yes, I'm just gonna DM all these girls on Instagram and I'm gonna create a band. So I like the idea that she's this kind of Dr. Frankenstein and and decides to try to make a band from, but like upside down like every step of making a band is, is not on the correct order like they have a lunch party be- before they even have a, a song written they, they have a producer before they even know how to play the bass like one of them literally doesn't know how to play her instrument she just learned because Charlie said she could and, and I, I like this idea I don't know if it's gonna work because COVID made it more difficult for them to work, but the idea is super good. See, I was um, I was sort of expecting a second series, and uh, I was like, I think even one of their they released an EP called Series Two, and I was like, all right, Series Two, it's coming, and then it wasn't. That sort of which probably means it didn't. Oh, either didn't do that well, or they weren't that interested in doing it. I think it's a combination of. It didn't do that well because maybe there are other people like me that didn't get the the info that this was happening. And also COVID happened because imagine a world in which we don't have coronavirus. It would have been a super hit. Like thinking about it, I, I was like, this is a genius idea. If you have a reality TV show of the band and then you have the the actual band because it's not an act it's an actual band of real people going touring in different countries or cities in the US I would die to see them live like I would feel like I know them because I've seen their day to day on Netflix on many seasons because they wouldn't stop in the first season they would have um, continuous um, seasons and and then you would be able to see them live it's like if the Kardashians went on tour and you could yeah, yeah. like see them act and, and stuff and and this would have been like genius. I I it would have been a money machine and maybe that was Charlie's idea and that's why the second IP was called season two because it was supposed to have a season two, but then COVID happened and what are they gonna record? Like them being at the house all, all depressed and, and bored and not being able to to do tours and live shows it would have been like a two episode season well I mean or was it called season two because people were googling Nasty Cherry season two oh my god potentially. that's so genius it's pretty clever isn't it but you see okay so I loved watching this and I I, but I find it very hard to separate what I think uh, separate what I think about their music from what I think about them. So, like I was I was listening to this and they put out the the, the season one EP, um, and I was like, 
I'd say, you know, I'd seen them playing, and you'd seen a bit of their music, but you haven't really, if I remember rightly, you haven't really seen the polished versions of their songs. And I was like, okay, I'm going to put on the season one EP, and I listened to it, I was like, yeah, this is good. There's a song called Music With Your Dad, which, <laughs> you know, for various reasons, I really like, and there's a, there's a song called, uh, uh, let's say, Flump Modern Love, which is uh, which is um, another really, uh, really good song. Um, and then I came to the movie, which mm-hmm. is the new EP, the new which is just out, and I thought it was okay. I've begun listening with the new EP, so I didn't have the experience of first having their first listening to the to their previous work and then now having the, their new work and I didn't see that much of a difference and I think I have the same problem as you have that I cannot have an opinion that it's not based on what I have seen on the yeah. show like I like them because I feel like I know them personally because I met their personalities on on the show and now I have their work here and it's like oh I'm so proud of them they <laughs> <Well> see, <done. laughs> yes, they seem like they couldn't make it but now look at them they have the 666 which is a really good song I really liked it and and I, I think it is impossible for me to have a, a not biased opinion because the show but but that's the fun of it I think and that's what makes it like when Charlie put them all together and they were like oh I'm not sure I have never sang or I have never played the bass and and Charlie was like whatever if if you make it work it, you don't have to have the amazing talent you can just make it work because you look cool and that's a superpower and 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 now you will have the reality tv show and people will like you either way so she was right on that but now I feel kind of bad for them because I don't know how if they're gonna take off the way they would have if this didn't happen well I don't know how much how much sense they make without the TV show now exactly. if, if you know what I mean it's like um, well who are, who are they they haven't got like that sort of defined mm-hmm. sound I mean well they like the, the new EP is, is is pretty good I enjoyed it quite a lot it's kind of a bit punky a bit disco-y some like pretty good pop songs but like do, do you remember Elastica god you were probably too young weren't you I have no idea. Elastica, they're a Britpop band that I really liked and they remind me quite a lot of that, but like a really sort of shiny uh, version of it. And Her Body um, is a, a really good song. I really like I really like the lyrics where it's basically, um, it, it's about like when somebody goes off, you know, with, with oh, yeah. your partner and it's like, I'll be better in bed. And <laughs> there's a, she says, uh, the singer says, thought you in a way that sounds very rude. And it sounds like she's not saying thought you. Yeah, I, I didn't get that, but the, it makes sense because she's talking about how her ex ghosted her or something I read. And I, I think it's like you said, they don't have a personal stamp uh, that you would, if I were to play a random song, you maybe wouldn't be able to say, oh, that's Nasty Cherry for sure or whatever. And the sad part, again, because of the pandemic, I think they, their stamp would come from their live performances because I think they would be so cool and their music would be based on how amazing they are live and how fun maybe not amazing in the sense that oh my god they're so good and sounding live but the it they feel like they would throw amazing parties and and the first episode of the show is showing how they would have um, throw amazing parties and now they don't have that and there's a band that reminded me a lot of um, them here in Spain, Las Hines, um, which is, they're like... Hines, Hines. Oh English. my God, sorry. Uh, I always think, do, do they want 
to be called Heinz or Hint, and I never know. Heinz, whatever. Um, and they are like not amazing musicians, like academically formed musicians, but they look cool and they have um, these cool performances and, and it feels like a party and you're friends with them. And, and I feel like Nasty Cherry was going to be the American version of that. But now how are they going to make you feel that through their songs like the the live performance feeling see it opens up for me the very interesting idea of how much do you want to know about your pop stars because mm -hmm. like um some pop stars are quite mysterious and you never know what they're doing and there's so it's good to have a bit of mystique like frank ocean you mm -hmm. know like what, what what's he up to what, what's he doing why, why isn't he releasing any music exactly. and it keeps you really interested beyonce what does she think about stuff you know and you absolutely don't get that with nasty cherry you get absolute full hundred you know you've had their this total access in 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 this documentary um and i i quite like both ways but i think it's exactly. but it's very hard to then go back from one to the other if you've kind of like you totally know, yeah totally like you have to stick with one you have to choose am i gonna be like this mysterious kind of persona or am i gonna be super out there with both work but you have to choose one exactly and, and they've yeah. kind of now been denied one haven't yeah, they it's like yeah. we, we had everything i was gonna say like i, I really like um, I really like bands, some of whom can play and some can't. I think that's a really potent mix. You get that quite often in bands. Like you get one, one or two people who can play really, really well, <laughs> and like some people who can't, just sort of playing the bass. And I think that's fabulous. And they're just kind of there because they look good, or you yeah. know, they've got the right attitude, and yeah, yeah, you know, rather than actually being able to play a series of notes on the bass, which is quite boring, you know. But the one that was supposed to be like, oh, maybe she's not that good, but she has the looks. And Gabby, she ends up being so good. I really like how yeah, she sings yeah, and, yeah. and how she sounds on the the new EP too. I, I'm like, um, I'm just on the third episode, so I haven't heard her sing that much. But now listening to the the EP, I'm like, oh my god, she's actually so good. And 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 she wasn't supposed to be. <laughs> so I'm happy for her. Well, I think the bass player is also. She she starts Georgia. She starts from from zero. And again, the bass line's pretty good. So it's like. I, I, that's what I was trying to, to hear while listening to the PM. I was trying, like, I of course know that she sings good, but I'm trying to listen to the, the best player because she didn't know either. And I cannot get the sound, like, I'm not that good at music to, to be like, oh yeah, she's good, or, or no, she's bad. I'm just like, okay, that's the best. I, I don't know anything <laughs> else. <laughs> what do you like the sound of it? That's the thing. Yes, yes. I, uh, but I once again cannot say if someone who hasn't watched the show would like it as well or not because I feel like my opinion is kind of based on having watched the show these days. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I feel like if they if they did come to Barcelona and play a gig, they'd have like the 500 people or whatever who'd watch the show absolutely obsessed with them. Mm -hmm. You and me both would we'd, we'd be up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's then like people who, who hadn't watched it would be like, what, eh? What, what, who's this? But at the same time, now that I'm thinking about it, Charlie XCX kind of has this, without having a show herself, she has this kind of cult following, like this devoted fans like very into Charlie and then other people who are like oh okay I'm, I'm just gonna see her so maybe they will have this too like a cult following of Nasty Cherry and then people who are like okay um, let's watch this girl's life and it, that's cool too because you have this very um, interested people in your music and, and that always makes you feel very validated even though it comes from having a Netflix show it doesn't matter Exactly, exactly. Should we have a bit, little bit of a listen to her body? Yes, please. And we're going to talk about another type of uh, body. access. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, body. <laughs> All right, this is Nasty Cherry with her body. We're done for you, baby. 
Didn't sound like thought you, did it? <laughs> I didn't hear it, and I, I'm sorry. I wasn't paying that much of attention. Not to, I was just imagining her with her pouty lips and and her hair got like this boyish style, and thinking I want to be that cool. Yeah, don't let's do Elastica. See what you make of them. Okay, I will. Uh, as you might have noticed, I'm keep trying to introduce you to some really boring. <laughs> well, no, not boring. Really good old no, music. I but really like, like everything you recommend to me, so I will listen. Okay, good. There was one thing you didn't like, I reckon. I'm trying to remember. Yes, yes, but you didn't. It was an album of the week that we did, but it was not like your favorite either. So. Okay, okay. So why don't we talk about it then? What we have to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we we talk a bit about Nasty Cherry and about like pop stardom, what it means, and like um, how much access you want to someone. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, as we were thinking about this, uh, an interesting piece of news came in, yeah. which is about Bad Baby. Um, the yes. The rapper, um, possibly uh, best known. Well, no, she's probably still not best known for for that catchphrase when she appealed on. Uh, appealed yeah, on. maybe she is now known for her music. Maybe she managed to surpass the meme. I don't know how to say. Yeah, I mean, she was not like was what, catch me outside. How about oh, okay. that? I'm not going to try to say it in in, <laughs> in her voice. That basically, she came to fame through that in September 2016, um, and has sub- subsequently actually done pretty well um, in in her kind of. Rap mm-hmm. I was actually looking up like on on Spotify how many listens and you, like some are like in the hundreds of millions. Yeah, I I don't you know ironically listen to her. Like I feel like I I should I should be not punished but made fun of for listening to her. But some of her songs are super catchy. I I'm like there's one called High Beach. It's so catchy that one. And the first one even the first one she put out is kind of good like I, I these don't know. her yeah this host but she spelled it like, <laughs> I like in a the very way funny way <laughs> um yeah so she she's she's done done really i mean i would certainly not have her imagined um this level of fame from you know someone who came up for, through essentially mm-hmm. a meme and exactly. uh frankly i absolutely support her um for that because she mm-hmm. she's you know she's done really really well um but the news was that basically she joined uh let's call it fan funding platform only fans um and do you know how much she made in her first six hours i don't want to know one million dollars seven hundred and fifty seven thousand dollars from subscriptions five and a half thousand dollars from tips and two hundred sixty eight thousand dollars uh from payments for direct messages and she wrote not bad for six hours we broke the f out of that only fans record six hours six hours one million okay so like now, now this is this is really interesting for uh, a number of reasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, OnlyFans is principally known um, as a site that's used by sex workers, um, people uh, who star in, in pornographic films. Mm-hmm. Um, people pay a subscription and they get exclusive content in return. And these subscriptions yes. are not cheap. Yeah, well, it depends of of I think you as a user can can put your fee, but yeah. I mean, Bad Babies is twenty three dollars ninety nine a month. That's quite a lot of money. 
Um, so it's known for that, but there have been a few musicians um, getting on OnlyFans. Cardi B uh, launched on it. Rico Nasty, uh, Sway Lee, um, but he—I mean—he's hardly done anything on it. He did launch on it, um, uh, and uh, rapper Ruby Rose. Um, so you know, the, 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 it is sort of opening towards. Um, as a platform for for musicians and for other people, and apparently uh, they've recently launched uh, a creative fund for emerging artists to pursue a career in music. Like there's eighty thousand mm-hmm. pounds to go to, um, and they're they're doing this, which is being judged by uh, Stefan Dahn, someone from Hot Chip, uh, designer Henry Holland, etc., etc., etc. Okay, so you got this platform. It's known. It's it's very much known for explicit content, yes. shall we say? Um. But that that that's not on, and, and Bad Baby is on it now, and uh, she has made a hell of a lot of money. Yes. And coincidentally or not, she also just turned eighteen. Eighteen. Dun dun dun. Yeah. That to me, that's so disgusting, and not because of Bad Baby. I'm not saying she is disgusting. I'm I'm saying that the record. Of um, most uh, money made on OnlyFans on that amount of time is made by someone who just turned 18, so it's just now of age. It uh, it just gives me, it just confirms me that there's this uh, very, I don't know how to express it, but this a huge amount of, of predatory behavior of people like so eager for her to be legal to finally see her on adult content like it's like how desperate how how desperate were you to for this girl who was just underage last week to see her be um on on a sexual manner like uh, how there's so many creators there's so many people on that side i'm 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 not saying anti-porn or whatever that's another thing i'm just saying this girl just is now of age and there are a lot of people that's why it's a record that that were desperate to see her on on this kind of way so that that worries me no i mean i I think one one thing we should point out is that we we it's a very it's very complex subject like Mm -hmm. this whole thing we were talking about it we weren't sure whether we're going to talk about it because it's it's a very diff- difficult subject. Lots yeah. of different things kind of coincide there. Um, it made me think vaguely. Do you do you know who Charlotte Church is? No. She was this um, British, well Welsh, British, well um, classical singer, mm-hmm. and uh, she was the voice of an angel. She came um, uh, to fame when she was like twelve, thirteen, mm-hmm. something like that. And um, there was. Let's say quite a lot of interest in in people sort of waiting for her to uh, turn sixteen. Um, there was allegedly there was a countdown clock in a tabloid newspaper for her turn sixteen. Although I've just been looking at something and apparently there's actually no evidence um, that that actually ex- existed. Um, but it, it it makes a sense and that like. It doesn't sort the sad part. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like she, she. I, I'm not sure where, where this story, this story came from. But like, I mean, people basically 
believed it. You know, whether mm-hmm. it, was, it was true or because existed. Because uh, you knew other people that were so eager for her to turn 16, it made sense yeah, that yeah. there was a newspaper making a countdown for her to be of age. And also, um, she was. they have this thing, uh, again, I'm not sure which newspaper uh, it is, British Tabloid newspaper, which is the rear of the year for the person with the, the best bottom. And I think Charlotte Church... <laughs> Uh, won it when she was uh, quite young. I th- oh, think, God. I think she was sixteen. No, uh, when oh when she I, won it. Yes, I hate the world. I'm never gonna be happy again. <laughs> But it is, it is so depressing because it 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 has been like this for years. Like this example, and we could have many others. It will be like this for years. Bad baby broke the record um, for having an only find when she turned. Um, 18 and and when she posted um, her OnlyFans account, the caption was like, "You have all been begging for this for so long. I'm finally giving you what you want." And it's like, I, I truly believe there her comment section has been flooded with people asking for her OnlyFans for years, even though everyone knows she's just a kid and she was, mm, I don't know, 14 or 15 when she came to fame. So <laughs> it makes me mad that we're still on the same page and we will still be for a long time and and there's no cure for predatory behavior because it will continue to be like this forever i i, I gotta say as well like we don't really know uh what what she's offering um on on only fans because it's all subscription only basically it, I, i've seen the trailer she put on her instagram and That's the thing I will get into now because I'm I'm also mad for another reason. Right, right. Um, and and it's kind of um, provocative, I I guess. Um, it's gonna be like provocative pictures of her on um, with lingerie and um, and this. It's not gonna be full nudity like many of the celebrities that are on OnlyFans. It's not nudity and stuff. It's just provocative pictures or or not even that just exclusive content uh and well and that that's what people are paying for and and someone pointed out which i think it's it's very good to point out that this content which feels like it has been recorded previous hand from her um anniversary not anniversary and um, birthday um which was last week Um, it means that the content that's out, it's from an underage person because she was 17 when she recorded all of that. But um, I guess that's not a legal issue because she could argue it was filmed yesterday or whatever. Exactly. But still. I mean, I um, when Cardi B launched it, uh, launched um, on OnlyFans, she uh, she said, no, I won't be showing uh, any any of that, that, that kind of thing. She won't be... Um, It will be a place for only me and my fans, basically. Hmm. Um, see, I've got to, I've got to, I, I slightly have a problem in general with musicians, famous people charging people for direct messaging and that kind of thing. Like, I really hate it. Have you heard of, an, of a website called Cameo? Yes. <laughs> What do you think of that? I, I, I think. Like, look, I agree with if you feel like you need more money, um, I don't know, go on Cameo yeah. and, and do it. Uh, um, it feels a little desperate for money, uh, knowing that you already are a millionaire if you're a car DB or whatever. Um, but uh, if you want to do it 
uh, I guess mm, you don't care looking a little bit desperate then that that's okay I, I don't really mind and maybe I will <laughs> ask for a cameo if you don't charge too much but going on to OnlyFans it's the thing that I I'm not on board with celebrities doing um, because it, they're gentrifying a place that is like a a safe space for sex workers and there's very few of that um, and if you start gentrifying that and, and getting people who make a living out of this and, and need the, the money to survive and you just need it like a you literally don't need it it's just a side hustle that's when the detriment comes and I'm not here for Cardi B being, being on OnlyFans and Bad Baby if she was older or whatever now not talking about the age I, I feel like They don't need it. They have they have many other ways to make exclusive content for fans if they wanted to, if they wanted to charge for it. They, there's many other platforms, and they're just using OnlyFans um, at the cost of the people that actually need it, and it's their actual job, and and that's bad and worse than being greedy. Yeah, I I hadn't. I must confess, I hadn't thought of it like that way. Um, but you make a very good point. Like there are people mm. who, you know. Uh, Cardi B can and is on every single platform, you know, mm. and Cardi B can and does make money from a lot of things, from celebrity endorsements, from, from you know, from her music, basically. Mm -hmm. um, whereas there are probably a lot of people on OnlyFans who um, can't make a lot of money. I mean, there was a, a, a there's a devastating podcast, I think, called The the Butterfly Effect by John Ronson. Have you have, have, have you heard? I love that? John Ronson. Have you heard his podcast, The Butterfly? No, I didn't know he had one. It is about basically um, the uh, the the pornographic industry and mm -hmm. what what's happened with it and basically you know with um, the launch of Pornhub like the money mm -hmm. made from porn has just gone absolutely mm -hmm. down and by people who are making sort of decent money are now making absolutely nothing um, and um, you know that 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 means they're doing more work so it's less safe they're taking jobs they might not not otherwise take. Um, It also means quite interesting that they're doing like custom jobs and people to get them like do all the the sort of things you might not normally expect. But like OnlyFans was a platform, you know, where 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 they could go. Exactly, and OnlyFans is you're your own boss, and for example, it has allowed um, this platform in which you decide what to put and on which customers to accept or or whatever content you want to put out. Um, for sex workers who found themselves stuck at home um, during the pandemic, and that has allowed them to to keep their income um, and stuff. So it. it has kind of been a, a good platform for sex workers to find a safer space than other platforms like it could be Pornhub or it could be being on the street that is uh, still very dangerous um, everywhere and but with OnlyFans being more on the main, mainstream eye and on the one hand it has helped maybe um, destigmatize um, sex work it has also made um, celebrities be under and make it worse and potentially um, more um, dangerous for sex workers on the side and, and that is exa the example the first celebrity that joined not the first celebrity that joined the side but the first celebrity that joined the side and made a huge mess out of it was Bella Thorne I don't know if you got the news like last year maybe yeah you got her, like she's a Disney uh, actor right yeah she was with Zendaya the, the star on Euphoria um, on Shake It Up that was like a right. Disney show that was very popular and now she has moved on from Disney and has made other stuff uh, maybe not as 
high rated as Zendaya, but she's been doing sad music and and she wants to be marketed more as a sexual person. And she decided to to join OnlyFans and said and she promoted her account like I will post full nudity, um, blah blah blah, mm, and people. She broke the first record now. Bad Baby has yeah, the, that was twi- a million dollars in 24 hours, I think. Exactly, and now Bad Baby did it in six hours. Um, but then um, the picture she, she posted on the account um, didn't end up being full nudity. So the mm, the users were asking for a refund, and OnlyFans lost lots of money so they changed the policies uh, on the site because of Bella Thorne hang on hang on just a second like, so she said she was going to do full nudity mm-hmm. and then didn't right and then didn't so the people that paid right. like $200 or something um, wanted their money back because the, it was like fake advertising and, and she then said it she never said it one is what's full nudity but people had their receipts that it said um And whatever, it was a huge mess. Bella Thorne ended up apologizing and and hiding herself behind her initial good intentions because she she said she she wanted to put her face that since she's famous, she wanted to destigmatize sex work with a celebrity making it and stuff. But she didn't. And and the only thing that ended up happening is... um, a very negative impact on the actual sex workers on the site. So um, the issue was that um, Bella Thorne can walk away um, from OnlyFans whenever she wants to, but the the people that she impacted negatively are stuck there. So um, even if if Bella one day says, "Oh, I want to shut down my account um, and do another stuff," she um, she can do it, but there's people who she negatively impacted that are stuck with it, and uh, they have to accept the new policies that came with it, and and just be like, okay, now my I, I make less money because of her, but whatever, and and that's the the thing with influencers and celebrities on the side that makes me mad. Like I would be totally on board if um, Bella Thorne, Cardi B, whoever joined the side, um decided to join it and be like okay now i i i want to i'm a sex worker like making call, calling themselves sex workers because it would destigmatize and and show its real work and and stuff like that but they don't they join the site um not wanting to be sex workers they they join it for for other reasons for exclusive content for the fans and stuff and now you're going to say oh but the site was not actually made um, for um, sex workers only, but the thing is, people know only fans because of of sex workers. So even if it was created originally because of that or not, it doesn't matter because people know it now as as this. And you cannot go there and use it as this celebrity playground and 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 just benefit benefiting from the aesthetics um, from sex work while separating yourself from actual sex work you cannot pick and choose it's 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 people's livings that 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 you're detrimenting here and it's i feel like they cannot fully understand because they're so rich it just doesn't go through their mind that they are benefiting from the aesthetic but not helping the people who made decide what is now and w- like they're profiting from something out of the backs of sex workers while making their life more difficult because now they're it's even more difficult to to be famous on the site if they're celebrities like imagine 
I join now OnlyFans, who am I gonna go to? The Cardi B site or someone else I have never heard of? I, I will be I will go to Cardi B because I it's she's more famous and she will get more attention. So every everything related to celebrities joining OnlyFans is for me. I was just looking at the Bella Thorne site. I'm not sure if it's the official one. It looks to be, but apparently you can now there's it's now a free subscription. Which mm. is that the official one or maybe maybe I've got I've got the wrong one. No, may, maybe it is, but I maybe she I don't know. I I stopped um, listening to what Bella because she said she would give the space um, to make um, promotion like promote other girls' site on on her OnlyFans. So she was like, oh my god, I. I I did so so much wrong. I I wanna make it up to you guys, and I'm gonna give shoutouts for free and yeah. stuff. So that would make sense that now she has a free account, but she and she only did three shoutouts, and it was to friends of her who were right, directly right. connected to her. So um, I, I don't know what she's doing with her account anymore, but it was very bad. And before finishing my rant, I want to say because I I've been defending OnlyFans all this time, and and I'm I want to give a heads up that I'm not quite sure where I stand with OnlyFans. I'm I think um, there's a very dangerous part of social media and liberal feminism that glosses over the. F- um, sex work and makes it look all this glamorous and it glamorizes stuff like um, OnlyFans and all this and I'm, I'm not aligned with the idea that selling your body is equals female empowerment um, I, I, I think that is kind of not correct it's not a form of empowerment I 100% stand with the idea that sex work is work I I I'm that's for sure. Um, uh, it has to be decriminalized because, in order to be safer, there's people who um, are not safe on on their workplace or or, or their work thing. Um, and even though it, by decriminalizing it will not not solve all the issues that comes with it, it will be a good first start. And I think that's what everyone should be focusing now on. And and I whether it's not. A form of empowering it or not, which I think it's not. Um, it doesn't matter because the thing is, as someone said, don't attack sex workers for getting into their line of work. Attack the system that got them there in the first place, and that's where I stand. Only fans. Bad baby. Exactly. Well, should we should we have a, a quick listen to? Are you a fan of Gucci flip flops? I love Gucci flip flops. All right. Well, this is Bad Baby featuring little Yatty uh, Gucci flip flops. Gucci flip flops, fucking hit your bitch in massage. This a big watch, diamonds dripping off for the clock. Pull the six out. Gucci flip flops. She's so good. I I don't know why everyone hates on her. She's actually a good rapper. She and I I don't hate on her. I think I think um I've got a lot of respect for someone who takes their moment and. Absolutely mm-hmm. runs with it. You know what I mean? Like That's a girl boss. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, is she? Is she a girl? Yeah, I, I know. Um, and she has undeniably uh, made uh, the most of, of of that moment. Yeah. Someone else who, who arguably we could say the same thing has sort of taken their moment and made mm-hmm. the most of it is Olivia uh, Rodrigo, a queen, a 
queen. It seems like not so long ago you were introducing us to her, and now she's like the biggest thing in, in pop, the, she, basically. I'm so happy for her. Oh my god, she's she's the best. I I cannot. I don't have words. You, well, I hope you've got words. Give me a moment. Give me a moment to process my love for her, and then. Um, Do you like her more than you love Arab Strap? <laughs> Difficult question. <laughs> no, I that she put out this new um, song. How long ago? Like last week or so? Or, or yeah, last week? week. It was it was Friday. I just reminded me that because I, I was kind of worried. Oh my God! There's gonna be all these producers pushing her to to exploit this moment that she has now because it it actually is something that could last a minute or if you are intelligent you can make it last forever. So everyone is pushing her to make it work and and that can be very stressful and you can end up being a flop and and it was not the case because I think she is very intelligent. Yeah, and I think what she's managed to do very cleverly on both on both these songs, the new one's called Deja Vu, is she, I mean, particularly in Drive's License, she gave a lot of herself, and it feels like in Deja Vu she's doing that. It's very, very personal kind of kind of music, you know. She she really. But Driver's License was very personal. Yeah, well. that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I think like especially oh, maybe okay, a, yeah. a, a bit a bit less. A little bit less so in Deja Vu, but you definitely mm-hmm. feel like this is mm-hmm. something you know um, she's lived. She really, really, really makes you um, believe in it. Like when she's talking about like watching reruns of, of Glee, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, and yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. It's but ba- it's not that you believe her, but you know it's true because we know the drama behind it. But it feels like, oh my God, you're welcoming me into your life. Like, thank you for giving me the trust to be into your personal diary. Or well, hang on. We knew driver's license was true because she told us about this. But like déjà vu, it's Dej- more, it's, it's less specific, right? Yeah, it's less specific. Th- but could- you already know. Do if déjà vu was the first one, maybe it wouldn't have gotten all the attention because it was not as explicit as you say. But now that we know all all the information we got into the drama, now we have this information and looking into déjà vu, it's like. Oh, you get deja vu when you're with Sabrina Carpenter. But we don't care as much now as for the names and, and the actual story. It's like seeing her blossom and and being, I don't know, she, she looks so happy on, on the music video. I feel like she knows she's the best and, and, and I'm happy she knows it. So hang on, hang on. Deja vu is about the same person. Yes, she wrote it on the same day or the I same week as as driver license, and and it makes sense when you listen to the lyrics. Like, oh, do you get deja vu when you're doing exactly the same things you did with me, and now you're doing it with her, and and I'm driving alone past your street. <laughs> and I I I think she is very good, and that's I don't want to put pressure on her, but she is very good at storytelling, and that has she has in common with Taylor Swift, and I think they have a very similar talent. Yeah, I think so. I I was sort of comparing her to Lana Del Rey in a way, just because not necessarily they don't sound all that much the same, but just in in the case of um, she's very much created her world even in only mm-hmm. two songs. Like I think the f- the first song was like a, a brilliant bit of songwriting, and and you're like, okay, well I think I know what that is. And the the, the second one just really makes sense. Like mm-hmm. in, the, in the same kind of world, you're like, okay, now. I sort of know what to expect from her song. Yeah. I, and, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's not like, oh, she's always going to come up with the same thing. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's very Olivia Rodrigo. And do you know what I love? She is cutting. She is really, really good at the sort of the subtle insult, which is absolutely brilliant. Like, I really like the line. Um, 
and uh, I hate to think that she was just your type, and I bet she knows Billy Joel because you played her uptown girl. Uh, you're singing it together now. I bet you even tell her how you love her in between the chorus and the verse. Oh, I love you. It's just like, oh my god, this is cutting. It's yeah, brilliantly yeah, yeah. cutting. It's the kind of thing that, like, it's it's not an obvious insult, but like when you look at it, you're like, yeah, well that, done. It's much better an intelligent insult like this than being like, oh, I hate you. But she's that's it. She's so clever. I think like. To me, the, the the little things like this, the the one you said, and and the fact that the two songs begin with like an ordinary sound, like um, driver's license begins with the sound of a car, like I don't know when you leave the door open or something that makes this yeah, sound, sort of and then it started like tin tin tin, and it began the that sound. That was brilliant. And and now. Um, Deja Vu also does that I don't know if you noticed but it begins with the sound of like an ice cream machine ice cream truck yeah. like from the States that we don't have that here but um, the sound and then the the song starts and if you watch the video uh, the music video um, she's um, with an ice cream in, in her car so it, it makes sense like that the sound of is of an ice cream truck and it's like the little details the, real, the little, small things she pays attention to and uh, I'm, I'm just so excited for the album and she said it's coming because um, the next day after Deja Vu dropped she said oh and an album's coming too by the way um, May 21st and it might be called is it OR 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 something like yeah, that yeah I watched it too, but I think it's just how the media I or yeah whoever decided to give a title meanwhile with a no 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 i think she said it on her instagram Is post it? didn't she she was like and here's my new album which may or may not be called uh or or it might just uh, be like a placeholder name uh no no, no. oh maybe maybe it, uh, if she said it it is but i i thought it i, I wanted to send something else than her initials but whatever Ali, olivia you can do you can do no wrong so i, I like or and i mean what, what do you think like do you think she's going to be around like in 10 years like Taylor Swift now? I that's the thing that I was like I was first scared to listen to this song because I wanted her to do good and I and I was afraid she wouldn't and and I didn't listen to the first day it came out. I waited. Um, Why wait? Why not just... Like- because I was like, what if it's bad? I really like her and I. if it's bad, I will be like let down and I will be let down even more for feeling let down. And I don't know. Olivia doesn't let you down. Exactly. That's the thing I, I, I now know. But I now know also that she will be around for a long time. I feel like I, I have this like feeling that she's going to be... And and I'm excited that I discovered her on the first song she came out with because now I can be this kind of hardcore fan and I can tell people, oh yeah, were you there from, since driver's license? I was. The only problem is probably everyone was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably the biggest song of this year so far. Sorry about that. For like 70 weeks. <laughs> yeah, but did you have driver's license, uh, B-side, I... demo, unreleased acoustic? Uh... Yeah, but maybe I can tell my kids or, or something like now because if she's now only... 18, if she's around for 10 more years, 20 more years, she will only be 28 and she will can still put music out. So I will say I've been an Olivia Rodrigo fan for 10 years or whatever. Do her fans have a name yet? Um, I don't know if people do that anymore. Oh my God, what? They not. <laughs> I was so I, taken with, with people. Why, is, that, is that past from fashion? Come on. No, because maybe... 
K-popers still do, so maybe I'm wrong. But I feel like that that's a trend that died on 2010. Oh, okay. and no, just, shut up, 2010. Yes, we're just stuck with uh, um, directioners and lobatics and stuff. Uh, apart from Olivia Rodrigo's official fan name base is Livy's. So in your oh, face. In my face. And it's actually so cute. <laughs> it's so intelligent. It's not bad, is it? Livy's. Livy's. I, 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 I like it. Um, and the news uh, report I'm looking on um, says R.I.P. to something. I can't quite work out why, and it's not even loading. Oh well, anyway, we'll see. So we're we're both we're both Livies. We're we're Livies, and we're living with this <laughs> new Olivia Rodrigo song. I I can't wait for her to to listen to the full album. Do you think? Oh, imagine she has a. Uh, she will not. But if she had a feature on the album with the ex-boyfriend. Oh my god! Because he also put music out to to ride the wave of fame that she's now. Okay, I wouldn't like that because it would seem too much for setup. Yeah, yeah. It, like, like, I think that the boyfriend actually now that I'm saying that um put out like an EP um ex boyfriend sorry not her yeah. boyfriend um put out an EP or something that was supposed to have Sabrina Carpenter which is the n- new girlfriend yeah. featuring and he took it out because he didn't want people to feel like that like it was like a setup to um, give the narrative a new spin or something do you know I gotta say I would if I found out that all this was set up and it wasn't true I would be personally offended right now me too it, and it feels so much it is that it's not I don't I don't think it can be. I don't, no, I, I don't it's think. too perfect. Um and one thing I would I would very much like to say is when you are uh releasing your album, Olivia, please make sure you actually have some cover art. Did you see like the new Justin Bieber uh EP with the cover art on it, which is just like basically this poor excuse for a for a, like it's basically like a uh a, a um a memo from his Is uh, that the cover? Yes. If no you way. go onto no your way. streaming service, that is the cover. It's basically him just like um well, it's just like, it's sort of such a poor excuse. It's like, you know, uh, the dog ate my homework, basically. <laughs> uh, yes, it's. it's a, I thought you said that the cover was the notes app that he put on his Instagram. It is. Look, look, look. That's the cover. That's, <gasps> the, that's the official cover. I'm holding up my streaming oh service my of God. choice. I, I looked it on Google and it didn't come up that way. That's genius. But at the same time, I don't think it crosses the line of genius. It just, no. You tr- no, just don't. Do you know what makes me worry? What? It's like his battery's very uncharged. <laughs> He's got to go and plug himself in. It's in the red zone. Come on, Justin. It's a screenshot that he didn't even bother to cut, so you don't see that. The oh, he knew. He knew. Oh it's like God. it says done. It's in the red. Like every single thing. If, if, like, if Justin Bieber was still the biggest artist in the world, and with all due respect, he isn't. He's still very famous. Um, that people would be pouring over this, but like, but there's only like a little bit yeah. of battery. Does it mean Justin Bieber is exhausted? Does it mean he's oh, done? What, what no, are these? but it's it's charging. So ah. oh, it was everything planned. I would have loved it if it was literally like oh whatever. I'm gonna post this on Spotify and and just post it with this random as cap mm, mm, screenshot. And and that it it feels planned now. I bet the the timing also means something. Three sixteen. It's it's a verse on the Bible. Or I something. think it probably is. It's very because much because it's go- all about the Bible. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, well. I don't like it. No. So please, Olivia, we're really excited about OR or or, or whatever it might mm-hmm. be. Let's get some cover art in. You know. I I think she's really into the designs and and the image she's attached to because the the music video is is very plant obviously and and the cover for the um, song is also very trendy with um, the, the trends that are going on now so I'm I know she's not gonna fail on that and with that I think it is time for us to call to, to call it a day to call it a week mm-hmm. um, wow what do we want from our pop stars that was that was a question I was asking myself. I, I don't know. Uh, to surprise me, but not like with a screenshot in a Bible verse thing. No, mm. and do charge your phones. <laughs> All right, this has been the weekly review. We're going to play it with just a little bit of Olivia Rodrigo's smash hit. Listen to the ice cream truck thing. Okay. Strawberry ice cream One spoon for two And trading jackets Laughing about how small it looks on you Watching Reruns of Glee Being annoying Singing in harmony I bet she's bragging all our friends saying you're so unique <laughs> So when you're gonna tell her That we did that too She thinks it's special But it's so reused That was our place I found it first I made the jokes you tell